Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with the wonderful Mina Kunlo Zetep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So, first, I want to start off by saying Happy New Year. You might be thinking, <laughs> what is she talking about? It's August, Jacqueline. Well, guess what, guys? September is the new January. Everybody is so excited. Well, I don't know if everybody's so excited, but we're excited. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That the summer is done. September is here. Kids are back in school. We're transitioning seasons, and we are able to buckle down and get back to our businesses. And so we are going to dig deep into this episode and talk about what we do in September, what our goals are, and how we fill up our pipeline to um, lead up to Q4. Yeah. But first, should we do our big ask, Jacqueline? We have an ask for everybody. So we are, we've been doing this. We're almost at our 50th episode and we really, really, really need all of you to leave us reviews on iTunes or wherever you follow our podcast. And so we're hoping that you can share this with anyone that you know that is an entrepreneur for product-based businesses, or if you can go on and review our podcast if you love it. Yeah, we're getting thousands of downloads and we have 20 something reviews. It just, the math is not great, guys. (laughs) But to keep it going and to know, to kind of get us searchable into the iTunes ranks, we really do need more reviews. So if you can just take a minute and just uh, type a little something in there, we would absolutely love it. Even if it's not a five star, I'm sure even like the bad reviews help us. You know, that's how important reviews are. But don't leave us a bad review, please. (laughs) Yeah, just just send us a message on like, of the social media networks. <laughs> and speaking of social media, we are doing some amazing things in our Facebook community. Uh, it's the Product Boss community on Facebook, and there are some amazing shares happening there, support in the group. And so if you felt, feel like you need that community, go and go ahead and head over to our Facebook community. We're leaving a link in the show notes. So if you can, before this episode keeps going, if you could stop what you're doing right now, go ahead and join our Facebook community and leave us a review. We would be ever so grateful. Yeah. And all of that takes less than five minutes. So, (laughs) (laughs) so moving into the rest of our podcast. So we're going to talk about filling up your pipeline in September. Now that the kids are away and the parents can play. (laughs) Yes. September is actually my favorite month. Um, It has been ever since I was a kid and school was starting. It just is like the month. I call it my power month. It's a month of possibilities. It's the most beautiful month, I feel like, in Iowa, if not nationwide. And it's just, you know, (laughs) just very productive. And 
like I feel like it doesn't get lumped into summer because school has already started and it doesn't get lumped into Q4, which is really important too, because it's, you know, right before then. So it's like this bonus, you know, fun month that you get to do all these extra things. And then like Jacqueline said, fill up your pipeline to kind of get Q4 into mine. But then it's like you're getting what I call a head start on all the things that you need to do. So what are some of the things that you're going to do um, come the kids going away and September starting for you, Mina? You guys, I've already started doing so much this week, just knowing that my daughter's going to school on Thursday. Today's Monday. And I was just like, I'm like happy as can be like doing the jitterbug. No, <laughs> no, I just know that she loves routine. I love routine. We'll be, you know, back into our routine. And I think it, there's an adjustment of attitude. You know, she's been kind of getting a lot of screen time you know, she's like high on ice cream, you know, it's just like madness over here. So I feel like September is great for resetting um, our attitudes and getting us into check. And then in a way that we both really love, we both love routine and all kids really thrive on routine and adults. So I feel like it's so good. Um, I also have a big goal for September. And um, I think that's because like, you know, like I said, that power month, I'm going to go in there running, hitting the pavement and running towards this goal. My big goal for this month is to lose 10 pounds. So <laughs> your mouth to God. <laughs> I know, check in September 30th, you guys. It's because I feel so unhealthy. And you know how people prep for like, what do they say? Like beach bod or summer body. Well, not me. I gained tons. It's like my holiday, right? I gained so much weight. I've never felt unhealthier. I started getting headaches after like the flood. And now I just need to get my body and mind in check. It's not really like the weight. Okay. It is. I feel and look like I don't feel comfortable with. Like I just want to get to a part of you know, that alignment of my body and my mind where I can feel good about like looking at myself and fitting into stuff and feeling good and being productive instead of, you know, being productive and feeling not so great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, summer is hard because you go back to, even if you feel like you've gotten your life into balance, your kids are older, maybe. Um, I know that like my daughter's three, my son is five. So things are just easier now, right? We're on this epic trip around Texas as we're recording this podcast. And, you know, it's just easier. Like I actually can give my kids iPads and they don't, you know, they can actually kind of stay focused on that. Um, but at the, at summer, no matter what you do, there is some sort of overlap between the time your kids are going to camp, or I guess if your kids are still in daycare and they're in preschool, sometimes that just continues, but there's this, this, like, you're just back in that weird balance mode where you're still trying to maintain whatever you're, whatever you were doing during the normal year. And so totally like the summer is not a time where you get to sort of just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go to yoga class or the gym or whatever. Bye guys. Like you're just totally focused. I mean, not everyone, but we have been focused on our families. Yeah. And then even if you're vacationing, it's like you're coming back and you feel that sense of overwhelm because you've been gone and you're off routine and you've been living out of a suitcase and you know it's like you need a vacation from your vacation. And we all feel that way. I like to clean before I leave on vacation. So at least, you know, entering a messy house doesn't like push me over the edge, you know, <laughs> knowing that I'm going to come back and feel a little bit overwhelmed because, you know, it's like what they say, like vacationing is not really a vacation. It's 
taking care of your kids in a different place. <laughs> yeah. I want to shout out to one of our listeners, Marilyn from with love studio, because she had the best post on Instagram today. She did a whole sort of like slideshow of her and a girlfriend. It's his first day of freedom. They both got wine. <laughs> She's got mommy <laughs> needs a timeout shirt on. She's just so excited. Cause I was like, I, I have a friend that just showed me a picture of kids going back to school and they have huge cutouts of like a dinosaur and hearts, like gigantic life-size cutouts. It's the first day of school. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not prepped to <laughs> take my first day of school photos. But then Marilyn has like a piece of cardboard written with Sharpie and she's like, first day of freedom. And I'm like, yes, I align with her. <laughs> have you ever seen that video where it's the mom and she's like, it's first day of kindergarten and she's crying. She's like, are the teachers going to know that he needs, you know, a glass of water before he drinks lunch and all these weird things that kids need. Uh-huh. And then the next year it's like literally that song that's like freedom, you know, and she's <laughs> singing it because kindergarten is like the hard one. Yeah. But Oliver's going to kindergarten. You're, are you feeling a, a tug of sadness at all? Um, for sure. Like it's crazy when your kid's old enough that, you know, (laughs) he's going to school where legally he has to be there even. (laughs) Um, But for, I think for me, I'm in this weird unknown right now because when we were in preschool, there are these extended days and you kind of pick when you want your kids to go and not go. And so this is where he has to go. And then I still haven't fully worked out after school care because by the way, the school, like everyone's been gone through August. So nobody's answering the phone when I have questions about what my kid's going to do after school. So, um, I think the routine of like the fact that it's going to be earlier than normal, the whole morning, the morning routine is going to be new, getting him up, getting him out the door. And then what's going to happen after school and like how to maintain my work hours. Cause right now my kids, when they were in uh, daycare and preschool, you know, I basically had my kids from nine to five in school, like four days a week. Typically, I took Fridays off to like to have long weekends, be with my family, and so yeah, I think it's still an unknown for me. I'll probably update you all after he goes to school, sort of like how I've settled into kindergarten. It took us a full year to get used to kindergarten. I kept forgetting she was in school, so I tried to make plans and be like, "Oh yeah, she has school," yeah, uh, because we're used to like up and going to like my in laws who live like an hour away, right? And so what's so funny is that. Um, my husband would take her to school all the time. He's the one who gets her up and gets her ready. Um, sorry. And then he takes her to school. Well, during kindergarten, he she was late 21 times. <laughs> so once the bell rings, it goes on lock and then you have to go through the office and then the you know secretary has to walk him to the class and you, know, you can't get through certain doors and things like that. And so it was, it got so bad that the principal called us. <laughs> It just took us a really long time. And then that's, you know, because like when she started kindergarten and Layla was in the hospital and then when we got home, we were adjusting and it took us a full year. Like we just were not used to her having that schedule. And it was kind of annoying at the same time, like the school year and the schedule that they're on, but now we love it. And now we're in the rhythm. So yeah, give yourself a little bit of grace in that kindergarten. If, you know, if it's less than 21 times that Oliver's late, you're good. I'm better than you guys. (laughs) So to talk about that then, um, yeah, because that's where I think my balance is going to be because same, I, we own our own business. I own my own business. My husband's an actor. We go on the road with him a lot. And so we did like exactly the same thing. Like we were gone for three weeks this summer, you know, or we're gone for a week right now because I'm able to work from where I am. And if my husband's not in a show, then, you know, he's also free. Um, one thing though, that I did get a bit of advice on, and so I'm not sure if you've done this, but now that ev- the kids are going back to school, if everybody could get the calendar, like if there's a calendar and you could just start putting in the dates for the school year, 
that way. And even if you could figure out when there are field trips are, or um, if there's like in-class parties, like Halloween or Valentine's Day, anything that you feel like you want to be a part of, if you can block that into your schedule, so that way when you're figuring out your work weeks and your timeline, you'll be able to sort of know that these things are happening. And that way you can choose, since if you are running your own business, you're not full-time employed, you can kind of choose when you're going to work and when you have to work around dates that you want to commit to for your kids. Yeah, I love that. So that's kind of number one in our tips for resetting the year in September is to look at your schedule. Um, Jacqueline lives and dies by her Google Calendar. So it's really smart to add that into her calendar and know what's what days are like, you know, the Valentine's Day party or whatever. I'm guilty of definitely being last minute being like, oh my gosh, that's coming up, you know? So, and that's a little bit because I don't live as hardcore according to my calendar, but I definitely need to start. So, you know, maybe that's something I need to do now that September rolling around, I need to really be better about my Google calendar. It's, um, and then, and then Jacqueline and I have a shared one too. So then it's like she has like double the alerts and everything of knowing what's coming up for me too. So maybe she can remind me of all these class things that are coming up. <laughs> yeah, because I know when you're going to birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> built into our calendar. It's because I have to remember to get presents. That's why right. too. So well, that's that's a great that's a great tip too that you actually build that in to remind yourself about presents. And the reason we share this and the as we're business partners and in that is that. We have a lot of scheduling we have to do. So basically scheduling when we're going to do um, podcast recordings or we have to have business meetings. And then when we do our mastermind, which is, you know, starting in September, we know those dates are locked in, but there's other things like bonus episodes we're adding um, for the podcast or master classes that we're providing to our masterminders. So all of that, we need to sort of work around Mina's business, my business and our family our family lives. The reason I work according to my calendar though, is that, um, I'm a solo service based business. And so I meet with clients. And so it's really locked in in certain hours. Like I talk to clients like every hour on certain days a week. And so I can't really be flexible on those days. Yeah. And I think it's helpful to theme your day. So Mondays we have as product boss day, you know, a lot of people will do content on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I just work on little labels on Friday. It's, it's either family day for me or Oasis Soap Co. You know, so it's really helpful and and just picking the days that you're going to be doing certain things. And then I also, uh, for product space, I also only do my shipments in the afternoon. That way I'm working straight away in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, I know I have to get something out the door by 4 p.m., you know? And then that way I don't get so sidetracked by my shipments that it's just um, ends up bogging me down for the rest of the day. And so that's a really good point too. So basically, depending on what your, the terms are on your website for shipping out, you know, um, whether you ship every day after 4 p.m. or whatever it is, and orders have to come in by this time. So I love that, that like you've blocked off your afternoons for shipping because if orders come in in that morning and your terms have said orders before 3 p.m. get shipped out that day, then you have to sort of block that into your day. And that's something for everyone to think about as we're approaching the holiday season as well what your terms say and where you're going to be. So if you're planning out vacations right now, if you're planning to go see family on the other side of the country, but then you've got a product that you're selling, you need to build in how are you going to structure that? Like who's going to be shipping for you while you go on vacation? Or can you go on vacation or do you need to be around to be shipping on the days that, you know, leading up to the holidays? 
This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy. And to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. I also use September to start waking up earlier and getting use of all those hours of daylight. It isn't, uh, what is that, daylight savings until November. So right now is a time when you could be maximizing, getting up early, you know, having 10 minutes to yourself, and then getting your kids ready for school. This was a struggle for me. I'm not a morning person whatsoever, which is why my husband gets my daughter ready. I don't naturally wake up from bed, you know, with a hop in my, you know, in my steps. So a lot of times I'll just sleep in with Layla, which is my youngest, and then we'll get up on our own, you know, whatever we want to do. But I have this big goal of losing 10 pounds. So seriously, I I know I can wake up early. Um, For me, I feel like I get plenty of sleep. So waking up earlier and taking advantage of the it's actually really nice in the mornings. Like we're talking like six upper 60s to lower 70s. So it's like the perfect weather right now in the morning. So if I miss out, it's like something that I feel, you know, feel like this is a time of year that I can do it, you know, and really, really do like like for instance, I'm going to start doing think and walks. So basically I can just walk and start thinking, think and walk, you know, and then that way I don't put pressure on myself to really do hardcore exercising, but I'm also thinking and walking. A lot of people listen to podcasts, you know, whatever you want to do to help motivate yourself, but not so much put yourself under an immense amount of pressure that you end up giving up. Yeah, that's what my my special time is too. I walk in the mornings and it's my input output, I feel like. So Uh my input is that I'm either catching up on boxers from clients over the weekend because that's a service I provide to my like... um, access clients, or I'm listening to podcasts and getting caught up on things that had come out on Thursday. And then my output is like, if I get inspired by something I'm listening to, for example, I might box for my assistant or I might box for Mina, um, or I might be responding to clients. It's like, I think and walk too, same for me, but then I'm doing something for my body and I'm not just sitting at a desk. And so for me, what I'm going to do is that obviously I'm also not a morning person in the way of like getting up really, really early. So my goal is that I'm dressed and ready, get my kids ready, get them to school, and then I'm going to work out after I drop off my daughter at preschool. So the Oliver first, daughter to preschool, work out, back to start working. And then the thing that I might do is shift my days a bit earlier because there are some days I'm going to want to pick my son up um, from school and be there for after school type stuff. And so because I'm, again, client-based, I'm going to like, some days I'll work later and then some days I might stop at three o'clock or whatever time. And so I can leave and go get them. And so those are going to be my more condensed days where I have to be very purposeful in what I'm doing in terms of work. And it has to be super scheduled out. Yeah, I love that. So the next thing that I recommend doing in September is to declutter your house. (laughs) This is something I like to do because once my house is decluttered, my brain is decluttered. And September is a beautiful month to do this because you're in good spirits. It's nice out. It's not like decluttering in January when it's like so cold, for instance, in January, you can take stuff to Goodwill. You can, you know, gradually... um, 
put box by box in there. I usually just, every time I leave the house, I grab a box that I need to take to Goodwill and I put it into the car. And then eventually when my car is filled up, I have a minivan, keep in mind. Um, and once that's filled up, I, I just take it all at once to Goodwill. But then that way I don't have to, you know, load it up all at once and I can do it gradually. But I love the idea of purging. It's my biggest purge month of the year because it's just like the reset month. It's just, you know, there's no there's new goals and there's no baggage of the new year, really. So the new year always brings in like the guilt of overeating on the holiday and the, you know, the people always saying that, oh, these are just resolutions that you're never going to meet. And and then it's kind of like you have this secret goal too, because like in January, everybody's trying to lose weight, right? The gym is packed. It's super annoying. Right now in September, it's like you have this secret goal to yourself and you can actually fulfill it and um, hold yourself accountable in a better way. Yeah. And so I think the same thing with Purge, uh, Mina and I talk about it a lot too. Like if we ever feel out of whack in our businesses or in ourselves, we'll start to do something at home. So we'll start to sort of like organize a closet or, you know, reorder the pantry or whatever it is. Like there's something that we have to do like busy hands. And so I would say the same thing about purging. Obviously, like if it's seasonal, you're going to start moving things out that are summer and then take a look at what you have too in your offices or in your warehouse is the inventory. Like it's a good time to get back into your inventory. Like um, have someone, if it's not you, someone else, basically count your inventory, make sure it, it aligns with the numbers that you have um, in your computer and, you know, purge stuff. Like we get clutter. There's probably a corner somewhere in your office or by your desk that just has a bunch of clutter, like thrown that like to be done later. So I will tell you that clutter is just delayed decisions. So if you ever have like a drawer that you stuff things in or a closet that you shove things in, you're just delaying decisions that eventually you need to make. So let's make September that month that you make those decisions and everything is purposeful. Like it gets put somewhere because you plan on keeping it or you're donating it or you're giving it away or you are selling it or you're throwing it away. So that would be a really great month for September so that your house is prepped and ready for the holiday season and all the other things you're going to be bringing into the house, your office. Yeah, I love that so much. Look at your inventory. You can actually see, you know, maybe there's something that doesn't sell well at all and you have a surplus of that. You might want to know that during Q4 that you're going to be putting that on like a buy one, get one free or every order gets this free thing, you know, so... That way you know upcoming what your big discounts will be. And that's because you have a surplus of that particular item. So you won't be able to know that unless you do have, you know, the inventory in check and knowing what type of promotions that you want coming up. And there's also seasonal stuff. So we're coming out of the summer, really hot. There's certain things that sell really well in the summer. And feels so summery, they're not going to sell well as soon as the weather starts to change. So, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you think, look at it, but let's say California, I, I'm from LA and basically, I think it was hot basically through Halloween. It's still hot. You can still sell summer type stuff there. But then when the fall starts to happen and you're in different cities in the country, like I'm on the East Coast now, you do start to just want to dress or change your lifestyle according to what's happening because the seasons are changing. So just paying attention to that because event, some of the stuff that you have is not going to be able to sell until next year, depending on the season, if you're doing a scent or a soap or whatever it is. So it might be a really good time to, to think about like that. If you go to the stores right now, everything is on sale. It's back to school. So all summer items are on sale. So it might be a good time to, to launch a sale. Yeah. It might be a box that you set aside that says closeouts. 
So, you know, you know, you're going to be closing those out by the end of the year. And also that brings us to another thing to look at, which you kind of mentioned when looking at inventory is looking at your money, like how much you need coming up that will go out to purchase new inventory. And then also what your new goals are for Q4. You know, maybe your big goal that you had at the beginning of the year doesn't actually align anymore. Maybe you're going to forex it instead, or maybe you're just going to meet, you know, whatever it is. So it's a good way to look at your money, especially since you've been vacationing and living it up in the summertime. And then kids are going back to school and then you have that, you know, surplus of output of money because of the books and all the things that come with school. And then also just getting into holiday season, you'll need a little bit of money for gifts as well. Yeah. So basically we, like in November of last year, Mina and I kind of set our goals for 2018. And I just looked back at my goals, um, basically, I don't know, a few days ago. And I looked at, I've kind of surpassed the goals that I had set for myself, like further than I could have ever imagined. So right now it's about maintaining or still sort of building, but what I'm going to be doing in this fall, so September, and we're working with our masterminders on as well, is basically setting our intentions for 2019. So right now it's a good time to look back at your year, see what you've done well and what you haven't done well or that you need to improve upon. And either you're going to push through Q4. So basically we're heading into the holidays. It's a really great time to sell and push, push, push. What can you do to make that money roll in and to get product out there? And so September is that right before, like right before the race is going to start. And then also, what do you have to have in place to push your business into the new year and also be able to take time for the holidays for yourself and for your family? So it's going to be a very busy rest of the year as product-based entrepreneurs. And so right now is a good time to just start setting your intention and your goals for the new year, the real new year. Yeah, the real new year. <laughs> the January is the new January year. Um, so for me, it was slightly different. I looked at my goals that we had set, the money goals, and I wasn't meeting them. So I did not take into account the amount of competitors that would pop up on Amazon. And so I'm having to readjust my strategy. So now instead of focusing on business to consumer, for this last quarter, I'll be focusing on business to business. So really getting bulk orders of different things or or collaborating with other businesses rather than collaborating with like a single blogger, let's say, or an influencer. So it's just about adjusting your strategy after you understand if you're meeting your numbers or not. That's not to say that I'll still meet my goal. And it's not to say that I, you know, won't either. So it's just giving myself a better chance by actually evaluating those goals. And those were back in November of 2017, right? Yeah, we did them at BizChicks basically right after BizChicks and uh, BizChicks Live. And so it's really looking to see maybe we need to adjust a little bit because now we're going back into the same season where we made those goals, you know? So really looking at that. And then, um, and talking it out, I mean, that was for Jacqueline and myself for our own businesses that we own, but also for the product boss as well. So, I mean, it wasn't just, um, you know, in a bubble. So I feel like it definitely takes talking it out sometimes, especially with something as important as money and then all the energy you're going to be putting towards something. And it's like the tail end of the year. So you can really, I mean, Q4 is huge for me, even though summertime is my busiest season. I feel like that's when, I make the really big choices because it's, you know, Q1 coming up. Yeah. It's biggest time to sell in the year mainly depending Uh on your product, but still it's the holidays. People are buying gifts and it's setting up your whole next year. So it really is. And that's pretty much why we decided to launch the mastermind this year. We launched it earlier than last year 
in September because we needed our masterminders to have more time to build up into the holidays and into the new year. And so September was the month that it was like, kids are away and we're going to buckle down. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that change in a household. I think cooking is one of them. Even, you know, you'll see that um, people start thinking about crock pot meals and it's just people get into the mindset of wanting to be more productive. I feel like because they're, everybody's put on a routine of their children going to school. We have a such a good night routine of doing chores before we go to bed. All of that is thrown out the window when it's summertime. Like, you know, we have no idea what a, a bedtime is anymore. <laughs> so I, I'm excited to get back into that. My daughter was like, we haven't even been brushing our teeth at night. You know, this is how bad it's gotten, you guys. Like, we, <laughs> we just no routine whatsoever. We don't even pick up before we go to bed, you know. So it'll be nice to get back into those little set tasks and have that chore chart and just gets us all back into um, doing more in our little bit of time together because you know, they're at school all day. And I will say too, for example, if you don't have kids, but you're still a product-based entrepreneur, so fashion, like Nina and I were just at the magic show uh, in Las Vegas. So what happens is people tend to, everyone was selling spring, summer 19. And this was, you know, stationary candles, jewelry, uh, little home kits, homewares, garments, clothes, all that. And so they were selling in August. They sell August, September, and October. They close their wholesale sales basically end of October. November 1st, they start pushing through production and they're in production November, December, and pretty much trying to start shipping in January. So it's also such a big time because it's the sales time in general. Like you're selling for the next year, you're selling all the way out, which is, you know, three to six months before it even starts to ship to stores. So, well, actually six months because you need about three months to sell and three months for production typically in, in my arena. So it, it also is just that time is like market season for a lot of different categories. And like people are going to trade shows. It's that time that trade shows are happening. And then it's going to be sell, 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 go into production and then ship in the new year. Yeah, for me, it's all about outreach too. Um, this is when I actually start reaching out to people to do like today I emailed 15, I counted them before we recorded this, 15 subscription boxes and to get them on my schedule, to get them on my, you know, knowing what quantities I need. If they say, yes, we'd love to order from you. That takes having like, I know in the fashion industry, they call it a line sheet, but in any product industry they do. Uh, so I have a, what's funny is I have a line sheet of three items and you know, so it's nothing huge. It's just that's how a lot of people want to see things broken down because they have no idea about your product line, you know. So it's just a simple way to break it down. You have your own line sheet. I send it out to them. I say, you know, do you have, would you, um, could I be considered for upcoming boxes? And then I just send them all out at once. This is because now that we're back in, going to be in September, people are back in work mode and they were not, they were the same as me. You know, like I even tried to do a coffee chat with a fellow mom entrepreneur. We had to reschedule three times. And it was because we were both on vacation constantly. One of the times it was because of the flood. Um, and so just knowing that now is just the time to be filling up your pipeline, like what we said, and getting everybody on your schedule that you need to be. And then, you know, then you'll be ready for Q4 and it'll be really exciting. So we'd love to hear about some of the things that you guys are going to do in September. So if you head over again, click on the link in our show notes and you head over to our Facebook community, we are going to be chatting there about what our goals are for September, leading us into Q3 and also holding each other accountable because that's the, that's the point. That's why we brought this community together. We have it for feedback. 
and for accountability and for support. And so if you head on over there, we can share what we're doing in September and then see where we end up in the next couple of months. And we should do a hashtag. So then if you want to find us at the product boss on Instagram and then include that hashtag, we can find out what everybody's up to. So what should our hashtag be? September is the new January? Sure. <laughs> That's a really long hashtag, but hopefully nobody will be using it too, too much. Do you think that... Yeah. that- Hashtag September is a new January. So if you want to hashtag some of the things you're up to or your back to school photos, the, or your back to work, we should just start doing that. Forget the kids. Like back to work, <laughs> like first day at work. Oh, I know. We're going to do that. <laughs> like a printable that's like back to work. Yeah. I'm going to do a huge hard work cutout of me back in my office with people away and having my day back. <laughs> I know. And then do it the following year. You'd probably look exactly the same, you know, like, you know, your kids actually grow in height and facial and, and, you know, differences and everything. But I feel like I look the same. And well, my hair length might change. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Again, your mouth to God's ears. (laughs) The same or better. Better. At least feeling better. Like I feel like I look and that's not great these days, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You look beautiful. But yeah, I think it's just like these goals, setting all these intentions and these goals. And then, you know, next year, for example, if summer comes about, obviously we know that summer's coming and the schedules are going to be off. And then maybe next year it's like, what did I do last year and what do I want to improve upon? So by sort of tracking all of this and thinking about it and being really purposeful in your actions, it's a way to just sort of improve what we've been doing and and keep doing the things that are working and let go of the things that are not. Yeah. And September is such a short month. It's like you're packing it all into one month, like all these major goals. So it's, I I love it because it's like you have a deadline, like a for real deadline, you know? Yeah. So happy new year. We'll see you all in our Facebook community and um, good luck to you all. And we will talk to you again next week. Thanks everyone. This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy. And to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information.